Good morning. It is election day, Tuesday, November 3rd. The year is 2020, and we have quite a matchup today, folks. Should be a fun one. Uh, I know that a lot of you aren't thinking that it'll be a fun one, but it it could be. We'll see. I guess we'll just see how things go today. Um, wanted to do a special episode. I don't know if it's a special episode, just an episode in light of the election um, I know that for many of us, this, this may mark the, one of the worst years in our entire life across the world with 2020 with COVID, uh, lockdown, uh, <laughs> three words I never want to hear shelter in place. Terrible. But it is what it is, um, and in today's election day, it's going to have a lot of impact on how the next four years or how even the next you know 10 or 15 years might look, and it's divided, incredibly divided, more divided than it's ever been probably when it comes to what the media tells us, and so it is... Uh, it's really hard to put into words, I guess, how I view this election. I'm not going to share like personal uh, matters by any means. This is that's not what this is for. This is this is specific. This is to talk about the true king, um, the true king, Jesus, and and what that what ultimately what this election really means to him. Um, I think the hardest part is that we did this to ourselves. Ultimately, I was just thinking about with uh, this in regard to kind of the, the progression of, of leaders in the Bible and Kings, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, there was a time where Israel never even had a King. Um, and you can go back and read about it. They had judges and they, they were kind of just being led by the spirit of God. And it wasn't always good. Like they were just still wicked people, but, um, but they were being led by the spirit of God and, and, and allowing, uh, <clears throat> I guess, um, the prophet of the time to speak to them. And, and they got to a point where they said, you know what? That's enough. And it happens in first Samuel actually. Uh, Samuel was a, a child when God called him. And so his life was the Lord's very early on. And Samuel is a great prophet. He's a great, uh, great leader for Israel in that regard. Not that he was a leader, but they, they, they went to him to hear from God. Um, but there came a time when Samuel was getting old and the people of Israel were becoming, restless in that regard it happens in Samuel first Samuel chapter eight and I'll read I'll just read a little bit uh, and I'm just kind of winging this but first Samuel 8 says when Samuel grew old he appointed his son as Israel's leaders uh, the name of his firstborn was Joel and the name of the second was Abijah and they served at Beersheba, but his sons did not follow his ways. They turned aside after dishonest gain, accepted bribes, perverted justice. So um, so still 
you know, that's obviously not good. Uh, his sons were not like him. His sons did not seek after God. His sons did not listen to God. And so then it says, so all the elders of Israel gathered together and came to Samuel at Ramah. They said to him, you're old and your sons don't follow your ways. Now appoint a king to lead us because they're probably looking at these other countries, these other nations. They have kings. We want a king. Appoint a king to lead us such as all the other nations have. When they said, give us a king to lead us, this displeased Samuel. So he prayed to the Lord and the Lord told him, listen, listen to all the people and what they're saying to you. It is not you that they have rejected, but they rejected me as their king. As they have done from the day I brought them up out of Egypt until the day, until this day, forsaking me and serving other gods. So they're doing this to you. Now listen to them, but warn them solemnly. And let them know what the king who will reign over them will claim as his rights. Did you did you catch that? The Lord says, listen to what they say, but know that it's not you that they're rejecting. They are rejecting me by asking for a king. Oh man, I that just really got me. I mean, I was we did this. You know, we, this was us, you know, and uh, there have been better days in our country when it comes to a presidential standpoint. But I think for the most part, you know, there's a, it's always been quite divided um, with parties. And, the, you know, it's unfortunate. I, I think what they did in the beginning was they tried to do the, the best thing, uh, democratic elections. Um, how cool would it have been if the founding fathers came together and said that they're going to put Jesus's name on the ballot to put in the Lord's name on the ballot, Lord lead us, allow you to lead us. You know, uh, I mean, they did in a lot of ways they did, um, you know, in God, we trust on our money, which I think is great. Uh, I think it's great sentiment. Um, and hopefully that it hopefully stays on our money, but how cool would it have been if they just said, you know what, we're going to seek God. We're going to seek God in our affairs. We're going to seek God with what he wants us to do. And we're going to allow him to lead us. I think he could have come through. I think Jesus could have come through. We, we, uh, I don't know how that would have looked, but you know, we are where we are today because of, of bad leaders. And so it's a tough situation. I guess ultimately, I just wanted to provide a little perspective in terms of like what I think. Uh, I think that no matter what, God will accomplish his plan. I think that that we do have a say in the how how uh, painful it is in terms of you know what what the world looks like what 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 our country will look like uh, and so I guess we kind of get to choose how painful that'll be in a way because we ultimately rejected him we, we ultimately rejected God and we chose a a dude some man a sinful man to lead us. And 
we get what we ask for. And, and I, we as a people need to seek God more. We need to seek him more. Uh, it's, this is by far the hardest thing I enjoy. Uh, I enjoy, uh, I don't know if I want to say I enjoy politics, but I enjoy the, the show in a way I enjoy it. I enjoy listening. I enjoy learning about it. I enjoy how it affects our country. I enjoy, uh, the ins and outs of it, the details, what's going on. I enjoy it. Um, I enjoy it because it matters. I mean, it does matter. I have two girls and it matters a lot. And I want them to have a future that is one that they can look at and say that they're not afraid each day for their well-being. There are places in the world where every day is a fight, every day is a battle. And we are blessed to live in a country where that's not the case currently, necessarily. It could be one day. It could be. Uh, I think, who was it, Reagan or uh, Nixon or someone said that, uh, what was it, tyranny is only one, you know, one generation away or you know, our freedoms can be taken within one generation, essentially. And, and that's true. It could, it could easily happen. Um, it could happen. You elect the wrong people, they enact the wrong policies, and boom. All of a sudden, you're in a, you've allowed the government to control your entire country, the means of production, and, and that's it. And they control your health care. They can control everything. And then... And then what? So I think I think my heart here is don't lose perspective on what and who really matters. We have responsibility as citizens to to vote for the elected leader. And that'll happen, has been happening and will happen uh, continuing on on through today. But what are you doing on your end to, are you, are you praying? Do you pray for the president? Do you pray for your senators? Do you pray for your elected officials? And I'm speaking to myself here too. I do pray for the president. In fact, I probably more than ever. I, I, I think I probably pray for him often. And it's not because out of deep, love for him. That's not the case. I, what I'm trying to say is I, I think as I get older, I see the importance of the position and I ultimately, I want God to use him regardless of his desire to be used by God. I want God to use him anyway. So that's really what I pray for. I want the Lord to establish his plans and his purposes through whoever leads our country. It says in Proverbs that the, he can control the King's heart like a water course. It doesn't matter who we put in office. But if we're not praying for God to take control of who's in office, that's on us. That's on us. If we're not praying for God to control who is in office, that is on us. Have you ever thought about that? That in spite of whoever becomes in office, God can still use them for his glory, for his good, for his plan, for his purpose. He can still bring it to fruition. 
but he knows know what he wants. He wants he wants us. He wants our our hearts, our involvement. I don't want to become uh, the Israelite who only after things get get terrible and I've been shipped off to another country, then I finally cry out to God and beg Him for help. I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, I want to be the guy that's that's in the front of the line, saying, "Let's not wait till we get to that point before we start seeking God in this position. Let's do it now." in hopes that we can prevent that from happening and allow God to control this leader to, you know, by his power, by his spirit. He controls the king's heart like a water course. It can be done. So allow me to encourage you that regardless of who is the president-elect after today or after whenever they announce it, don't lose sight of who's really in control. Don't lose sight of who's in control. Don't lose sight of the powerful God that we have and that he wants to be involved in our life. He wants to be involved in the details. He wants us to seek him. He wants him, wants us to ask him. You know, it says in James, it says, you do not have because you do not ask. You do not have because you do not ask. We just, we limit him. We put him in a box. We don't allow him to, to show his true power, his true self. Because we don't ask. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. It is too important. My kids are too important. Your kids are too important. We need Jesus in control. We do. Whether you believe that or not, Jesus is love. He's the only one that can properly judge every single person out there. So I guess I just leave you with that. Uh, you guys, I appreciate you listening. I do have, I've been working on another message. It just hasn't fully rounded out. I'm, I really am working on it and hopefully we'll get that out, but I wanted to do it, but just in light of the election, I thought that this might be a little bit more important and and, and take heart knowing that, again, regardless of who's elected, we still have a, a, we, we have a power play. We have the ultimate power play. And that's the belief that our prayers are heard. Did you know that it, it says that his ears are attentive to our prayer? The prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective, and that his ears are attentive to our prayer. He cares. So don't lose sight of that. <laughs> Happy election day. Uh, if you could uh, subscribe, share with, uh, with friends, if they're interested in, in some sort of a God perspective, um, that's not too long or in the morning, you know, just want to share it and, uh, and subscribe. Cause I don't know how regular, the releases are going to be. I'm still working out those details, but I do appreciate you listening. Appreciate your time. Happy election day. You should vote. And uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. It's been God Talk.